The following is a Joel Mahalik production. On November 13th, Felix Unger was asked to remove himself from his place of residence. That request came from his wife. She asked him to leave because he wouldn't listen to the Joel Mahalik show. And welcome back to the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. We are, we have returned, not having been seen since before Christmas. What? 2020. It's been that long? It's been a year ago. What? And we're back. I'm Joel Mahalik, joined across from the new studio from the lovely Sharon. Yay. Will un- this w- studio is awesome. <laughs> I can't believe how much room we have. No, it would really be awesome when we actually get it. Like set up the way we need to, but and we'll, so we'll get into that in a in a moment, uh, actually. Okay. Um, but we had to return. We we typically we would have been back by early January, and yeah. then some things came up. We'll talk about in a minute after I get through the business. But we had to come back because, as I understand it, the networks and Mr. Tony Richards put out a missing persons report for us. We were taking so long, but here, oh wow! So <laughs> so here we are okay. in 2021. Let's tell you how you can get a hold of the podcast if you wanted to. We're on the web at www.jmtalk.net, and uh, if that's not good enough for you, then you can go to Facebook and catch us there at JM Talk, as well as. <laughs> I knew this was Wow, I, it's I, been that long. Uh, hold on, TikTok and Facebook at JM Talk, <laughs> Twitter and Instagram at JM Talk Radio. How about those wow. apples? You uh, stumbled for yeah. a second. One, all the major players, so go and subscribe. Spotify, Apple, whatever you want to do, subscribe there. That's yeah. where we're at. Don't miss an episode. I also want to say welcome back. I want to say welcome back to you. Ah, I said it first. (laughs) (laughs) So this is what happened, folks. Um, I think I think I did let the cat out of the bag a little bit on the Facebook page, not all the social media. But so what happened was is we got out from under rent control and we bought a house. Yes. So not something we thought we would do, but we were presented with an amazing opportunity. Exactly. Um, we bought it just because of the studio. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, we're, it, we just had this wonderful opportunity. Could not say I've, no to it. And I've always wanted this, this house. Yeah. I've always wanted yeah. it. And so what happened was, is our house went on the market before Thanksgiving. Things were slow, but it started ramping up. So by the time we did the Christmas show, which um, was actually not even a newer Christmas show, we just had a lot going on. We did. Oh and my we gosh. had to make the tough decision where like, um, we had to take a, a hiatus. We did not want to. No, and uh, because la- we miss you guys. Yes, we were coming back last week, and that just did not work out. Yeah. Well, everything finished and finalized this past week, and so that's why last yes. last week we decided we tried to do it. It got too late, and I said, let's not push. We got a lot going yeah. on, but so yeah. there was a lot happening in that short period of time between 
uh, Christmas holiday, and yes. now. Yeah. And so we and moved. Not, uh, not only did we move, but it was also mentally taxing. It was. Uh, more on you because yeah. you're awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, and I feel bad about that. I just want to go on record by saying... You don't have to do that. It was. I know, but... It was you know, my pleasure. I know. Yes, ma'am, you are You're. welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but, all right, getting through that. We're in our new studio. Yeah, so we're in the new, uh, we're in the new digs, and we're in the yeah. new studio, and yeah. our alarm system is here. Yes, um, she is with us. And she actually, it has to be said, too, since we're talking about this, she actually acclimated better to the house... And faster than we thought she would. Faster yeah. and better than we yeah. had thought she would. Right. And we thought she was just going to go to pieces. Yeah. But she didn't. She's a trooper. And and, and she loves her, her yeah. new house. And she's yet to really experience the best part, I which know. is the backyard for her. I know. Because here's what happened. Honest to God, folks. In this area where we're at, it's been a very mild winter. So, so the the physical move, which took several weeks because of all yeah. kinds of different factors, right. started on the thir- the night of the thirty first of January, and it started snowing. We knew we were up against snow. We put a crew yep. together to help us, you know, with the initial thing, and it seemed to have not stopped snowing until about a, a couple of days ago. Yeah, you know, not constantly, but like you, we, 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 we would get weekend. these a couple yeah. inches of ice yeah. snow. It would linger around. By the time it was we gone, another seen cold this front. Much snow in this area in about four years, I think. Uh, right? Yeah, yeah. So, and then of course, you know, my truck broke down. Still broke down. I miss her. So that there was all these things plaguing us, and uh, yeah. we actually there's some people actually blaming us for the snow because it hadn't snowed until we put stuff on a truck. I know. <laughs> and started right? to relocate. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, but here we are. Interestingly enough, and I don't know if you, um, but I, I read I read this in 2020, and I didn't dwell on it, focus on it, but it has it has re, it has um, rang true for me. I read near in uh, near the end of in 2020 uh, uh, a post or some sort of opinion or something, and it said 2020 was so bad. Not the 2020 2021 is any better, but 2020 was so bad that no one will make the mistake that everybody does in the beginning of a new year and write the old date. Yeah, I have yet to make a mistake right? and write 20 or yeah. 2021 I or 2020 either. rather. I haven't either. Isn't that amazing? I know. I mean, from the psychological standpoint, that could be true. It was such a terrible year. Yeah. That nobody yeah. wants to accidentally, you know, like you're... Like, you're, like you're, bring you're, any recollection of that Yeah, back. your, your yeah. inner self says, no, yeah. I'm not going to do it. Right. So... Uh, I've been, there's so many things that have been piling up. And I even said to you the other night, we have to try. If everything works out, by the end of this week, we need to get a show out because yeah, the, the crap that needs to be discussed is piling up. It is piling up. I know. And it's funny too, because 
um, typically what we would do, we would have our conversations throughout the week, you know, whether it be in the car or in the house or, you know, whatever. And we're like, oh, we got to put that on the show. Yeah. Right? And since all this 2021 has happened, every single conversation we're like, we got to get back on the show. Yeah, and that's one of the things where, yeah. I, you know, when, when I said 2021 is not looking much better, uh, part of that was the, the things that just keep coming out and happening. Yeah. And I, and I, and I can't believe it. Um, so since we've been off the air, uh, you know, um, there's two things about Disney that, uh, you know, it, it, it's this cancel culture thing. And, and you know, so, oh so, God, we, so, yeah. so we do boast, we boast that we talk about society and culture. So this isn't political. Right. But there's this thing going on since last year. Yeah. And maybe earlier called the cancel culture. In fact, I think it might have officially started with them wanting the song Baby It's Cold Outside off the radio because it, it was a rape I... song. Anyway, so late in 2020, uh, during the election cycle, um, I can't remember her name. The actress that plays in The Mandalorian, she plays... Uh, like I watched The Mandalorian, and I can't think of her name. But anyway, uh, she she would be the main actress that she's usually helps The Mandalorian with some of his tougher things that he's trying to do. They fired her. They fired her from The Mandalorian. Disney did because um, of of her uh, opinions on Instagram about the election. So I guess um, she, uh, like many other people, believe that the election just didn't add up. And they fired her for that. Now there's a lot of backlash going on. We'll have to see what happens because, yeah. uh, because the, the, you know, and and that's been going on. We, like also, and not going political, but let's talk big tech. Since the election, Twitter and Facebook and Instagram have all not um, suspended, uh, canceled, and deleted Donald Trump's accounts. So like that's you know, that's ridiculous. And her getting fired is kind of part of that. Kind of part of big tech, uh, uh doing somebody's dirty work. That's somebody's ridiculous. Dirty work. But if that's not bad enough about Disney doing that, so I told you a week or so ago about about the other thing, and I said to you, I said, this is great. Disney Plus added some of some some like yeah. three or four more series, and you're yeah. like, yeah, what? And I was like, one of them's the Muppet Show. They added all the Muppet shows with a warning that the Muppet Show is what racist, xenophobic. It's uh, it, it, it discriminates. It's uh, you know racist. It you know and it, I, I may actually have the. I may actually have, because I saved so much stuff on Facebook, I may actually have what they said. Oh, or do I not? Oh, my Lord, did I not say that? But basically, um, when they added The Muppet Show and other shows, they put this disclaimer on. So when you logged in, you saw this disclaimer about The Muppet Show. And um, so the, the Disney is saying The Muppets are bad for kids. Um, also in that category is, um, Dumbo. Um, oh man, there were, oh, I can't think there were a couple movies too that were all. That's just ridiculous. And they're Come only, on. and they're only available to an adult account. 
So you know how with these streaming services, yeah. you can have, you know, who's watching? Mom, dad, you know, and their age. And then, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. little Sally, who's, you know, maybe 11. So little Sally doesn't get to watch the Muppets on Disney+. Plus. Unless she watches it on her mommy or daddy's <laughs> right. account. Right. Because who selects? Like, what do we do when Come either you or I are man. watching Netflix? You know, you're the first one or I'm the first one on Netflix. We just all punch that. Yeah. You know? Um so yeah, um, so that's I, just ridiculous. Come on, I don't understand what's going on with the can- the cancel culture. Um, however, if that wasn't bad enough for you, <laughs> if that wasn't bad enough for you, um, now, and this actually may be a little older of a story. No, no, this is the other day. Um, uh, Greece, the original Greece movie, is now. Sexist and should and, and should be canceled. You know this. You know what amazes me: this cancel culture has decided that these things should not be. When they were made, like um, the Muppets and Grease, they were all made during a trial period in the United States where the 60s and 70s we were battling you know make love not war and you know all this other stuff right the um the racism in the south and there was true racism and you know what I mean and this other culture that was going on when this stuff was made. Right. Well, I mean, you can go back. But that stuff is no longer... No. That stuff is um, not delved upon as deeply as it was back then. Um, and somebody, whoever the, the case may be... Um, is trying to bring it back. Yeah, that's. Uh, I, I was just going to say, like, it, it begs the it begs the question: Who is it that wakes up in the morning and says, "Well, I'm going to go back 30, 40, 50, 60 years, and I'm yeah. going and I'm going to start a movement to cancel this or cancel yes, that?" Yeah, you know, and it amazes me. And I that this stuff even was made. Yeah, it, during that time. I mean, it was meant to be made fun of not to right you know um and that was one of the say, things, that was oh, one of the things about the muppets they you know the, in in their silly way okay um they made fun of all these i mean how's family yeah. guy surviving currently now how does family guy or the simpsons survive now or even family because dad because it's or American selective dad? And you know what I mean? So it's it's, uh, it's very selective. Let's go back and erase these things, just like we go back and erase history. Yeah. You know what I mean? If we tear this stuff down, yep. then obviously it never happened. You know what I mean? Uh, so if we say you can't watch Grease anymore, or if you're not, if you're under the age of thirteen, you can't watch the Muppets anymore. Well, then uh, then apparently they didn't offend anybody. We have to learn from what happened. And if that's how you feel, great. Then you know, but. The all these shows, all these movies that you want to yeah. cancel, these shows, these books, you know, yeah. um, they are part of people's lives, part of other people's cultures. So, and that, not to, not to um, 
I mean, these people that made these shows, that are proud of these shows, yeah. Yeah. you know, that uh, have built careers on these shows. And now you're turning around and saying, eh, it doesn't work like that no more. And I think what that, the hell? I think that, you know, so, some of the people that might be associated or in that uh, collective of cancel culture would be the very same people that two years in a row brought Norman Lear onto live ABC to redo some live um, uh, All in the Family Jefferson's, you remember? Yeah, they, yeah. They, you know, they, they did some remakes live right. using new actors and actresses, and yeah. the same themes. You know, um, it, like you know, it just doesn't. It, I I just don't get it. The, the cancel culture bothers me, and it's not. It and that does not mean that I support um, all this stuff that went on, but. This is entertainment history, and and I just I group it into the recent history thing, which I've always had a problem with. Oh yeah, I will always have a problem with your attempt to erase any kind of history because if you don't, history happened. You yeah. can't change it. Yeah, what are you, the History Channel? History you, happens. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's like trying to change the past. You can't. Right, right. But that's the cancel culture. Who knows? Maybe we'll get canceled after this show. We won't have to be on here in no, the studio. No, don't say that. <laughs> don't I, say that. I did hear that they are editing Blazing Saddles because of all the crap in it, and it's going to air next week on ABC from 8 p.m. to 8.07 p.m. Right. The new edited version. Right. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so, it's silly, though, isn't it? I mean, it really I is. say it's silly. Now, I, now I, I, I could... I agree with you. I could get into a war in a couple of days with anybody, even someone from work, who might have listened to this and disagrees with that. And to some people, it is uh, something to be very argumentative about. So, right. um So, I so I know people obviously care about it, but you're... What are we doing going forward? Right. Why Why do we attack the past? Are we looking out for the current and the future of these no. things? If you don't want this kind of entertainment... They're too busy looking in the rearview yeah. mirror. But you know what? I, I've i always said it when, when somebody has ever had a negative comment about any of my productions on, on the internet. I've always said the same thing, and it rings true. You can always change the channel. You can always Absolutely. not listen. Right. You know what I mean? Um so there's that. But anyway, yeah, cancel culture. And there's more to it that we could talk about more. We do have one more thing that we have to talk about when we come back from break. And it's not so much cancel culture as it's this gender thing is becoming a real issue anymore. So stay right there because we're going to be right back with more on the Joel Mahalik show. Don't move. Don't move. And you don't move either, Molly. We'll be right back. This is New York Super Oldie Station, 920 WON. The Apple, Brooklyn, New York. So I use my computer every day. I'm not even sure how I get along without it. But I wasn't prepared for a virus. A Trojan, they called it. One night I'm cruising along, and the next night I can't do anything. I was afraid it was going to cost me a fortune. Boy, was I surprised. They had me back up and running the same day I called them. I really like PC Tech Rescue. And you know what? My wallet likes them too. Are you troubled by computer problems? PC Tech Rescue should be your very next call. 
Whether the problem is viruses, hardware, software, or any other issue, they can diagnose your problem and have you back up and running fast. With more than 25 years of industry experience, you can be sure you are getting dependable and affordable service. Call today, 484-429-6061, or email us at pctechrescue at gmail.com. We're back on the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon and today featuring Molly. Because she's yeah, still here. Yeah, she is. Yeah. She is zing it out. Yeah. Well, that's because she had her vet appointment today. Yes, she did. And she they gave her how many shots? Cost how, us a pretty f- fortune how, here. How many shots did they yank well, in her? The one, two, three, four. Wow. See, seven, she, has, she needs more than one Paul to count ten. it on. She needs more. Than no, I'm just kidding. She well, the one shot was optional, and that's her cytal point, which is for itchy. And I got it early this year because, not that she was itchy, but I didn't want it to get started. I don't even remember when she had it last, but yeah. So I mean, not, was, not not that yeah. we're trying to plug it, but no, and, and no. yes, yes, it we, is a miracle drug. I'm we do have and it, we we have an entire vocabulary for her and itchy. Yes. Itchies is one of the regular yes, words when itchies. dealing with her. It's yes. when it's when she's itching, she has the itchies. Right. Yeah. So. But um, yeah, she got you know her distempers and all her normal regular shots, and yeah, she's a a pooped pup. Yeah, she is. She is. And the steps that she has to go up and down now. Yeah, because uh, you know, and that's been challenging. Yeah. Um, but uh, it'll get worked out. Yeah, yeah, she's uh, used to all her life. She's had a one-story house. I know. Right now she's got steps in the house, three floors, and then when she goes out on the deck and wants to go in the backyard, she's got what two flights? Yeah. I mean, not two full flights, but it is two flights. So we're we gonna tell the secret about the house. The secret about the house. Yeah. The pool. Oh well, it's not. No, it's an amazing pool. <laughs> It's amazing. <laughs> anyway, so the gender thing is back. First of yeah, all, what's for, that about? Well, you know, it, it kind of started with, um, you know, when the new president took over and he started writing executive orders that canceled things that the previous president did. One of them was suddenly men who identify as women are now allowed back into women's sports. Uh, yeah, so... That, what? Yeah, you never knew that? No, but I mean, how fair is that? Men who well, identify as women who are built listen, bigger than women. This this is the this is the new way. If and I they're identif- stronger than women. If I identify as a toaster, you can't question it. Oh, I can. Because <laughs> I am not being married to no inanimate object. So, um... So anyway, so what I wanted to mention before we kind of got off the craziness that's been going on is um, uh, Mr. Potato Head will only be known as Potato Head now. There'll be no gender involved. So I suppose Mrs. Potato Head is going to get killed off or something. Right. But um, How's that going to work out? You know what's interesting? I remember... Potato Head and Potato Head with a bow. <laughs> I re- Well, there may not be any more ways to make it a... Somebody will make uh, Mrs. Potato Head. I remember when it was just 
Potato. Potato head. And then they gave you the accoutrements to put fat lips on her and long hair. And then all of a yeah. sudden you got a Mrs. Potato head. Right. Uh, this is a toy. And I imagine. It's a freaking toy, right, people. I imagine if he could talk, he would probably say, what the hell did I do? Right. That now he's now he's being castrated, so to speak. Does that mean eventually we have to cancel all the Toy Story movies? Because they were in them. Mr. and Mrs. Oh, yeah. Or at least Mrs. in yeah, the... Yeah, the Toy Story. Yeah, I don't know if she was in the first one, but she was definitely in the other the ones. The second I mean, one she was in, and yeah. So, I mean, you know, it, where I, does I, this... Where does go. it lead? I am where offended does it, now yeah. <laughs> that, that Mrs. Potato Head is in the Toy Story 2. Where does it lead and where does it I'm end? I'm offended. Get it out. <laughs> and that's what a lot of people are asking themselves. You know, is where does it go and when does it end? You know, what is going... I want to say something, but I'm not allowed. Okay? <laughs> Thank because you for Because I'm not allowed to curse. <laughs> but what... <laughs> I'm just kidding. That wouldn't... So, I mean... Um, the I think the bottom line on, on some of this craziness, like this gender thing is... Just so everyone knows, I refuse to roll over to that. To, right. me, to me, there's two sexes, and th- there's a place for each sex, and they shouldn't be intermingling in sports or bathrooms or showers. Yep. Okay? Uh, well, I mean, if you want to get in a shower together, but I mean, not because it's a locker room in a school. Right. I mean, they they have literally stopped the predecessor's order that said they're not allowed in the same you know locker room and bathrooms suddenly now they are in the last month they're allowed to do it again um I'm not gonna bend that I'm not I'm not gonna bend to this I'm not gonna no. follow that there are some things that I'm not going to follow right I'm not gonna say Greece is sexist I'm not gonna stop watching it we have right. it so if you want to cancel it and take it off shelves do whatever the hell you want right you know what I mean we have our our stuff. Right. You know what I mean? So we're going to knock on our door, knock, knock, knock. Yeah, give us, give us your copy of Grease. <laughs> you can't have it no more. <laughs> so, you can't. Um, I'm, I, so I'm not following that whole thing. No. I won't. You know? And you shouldn't. Well, I just want to put that out there. So Okay, yeah. I mean, I just think an awful lot of people are pushing their thumbs on an awful lot more of us Americans who truly have the right to think and speak as they wish. I that I, I remember something about that in yeah. civics about the com- about the constitution yeah. Well, and, guess what? You know, we it's were, still there. Yeah, thank God. Right? Try and cancel the Constitution. They're working on it, but that's a whole different show oh, and a different topic no. and a different everything else. Nope, nope, nope. So anyway, so I, I just want to talk about the potato head. Um, I This is getting nuts. It's, it's ridiculous. It really is. So I don't know if they're going to come around and confiscate all the Mrs. Potato Head <laughs> right. accoutrements right. that go with it. With it, you know, little pocketbook. Nope. Yeah, that's right. There's even a purse. Yes, accoutrement. She can't have a pocketbook no more. How do you say that word? Is it? I would say accoutrement to be funny, but is it accoutrement? Accoutrement. Accoutrement. Accoutrement? That doesn't sound right, though. It doesn't, because the way you say it. Today on the Joel Mahalo Show, featuring the lovely Sharon, <laughs> vocabulary 101. <laughs> right? <laughs> At the... 
<laughs> okay, so uh, as you can see from the date of this, 12, 15, 20, this is how long this has been sitting on the desk. Wow. This is actually, it made it back to the desk after the desk was packed up. I made sure <laughs> that this made it back to the desk. That's funny. What is it? We have to talk about this. So everyone, everyone who listens to the show semi-regularly, regularly knows how at least I feel about the Flat Earth Society. Okay. Who, by the way, have members all around the globe. But anyway. Um, <laughs> but I digress. <laughs> right. Uh, so the Flat Earthers are planning an Antarctic expedition to the edge of the world. <gasps> what? Yes. Yes. So make sure you get your tin, your fleece-lined tin foil hats ready. Okay. Because a whole gang of them are interested in going on an expedition to Antarctica. Hoping to reveal the true nature of our planet once and for all. Wow. Yeah. In Forbes, was reported that the Flat Earthers are showing interest in a trek across, or at least towards, Antarctica. Hmm. Um, it's not clear yet how they plan to go, um, but it looks like uh, they want to address one of the great totems of the Flat Earth Society. What's the deal with the South Pole? <laughs> Uh, uh, people, all I'm doing is shaking my head. <laughs> Just shaking my head. That's all I can do. So according to one prominent flat earther, Jay DeCasby, he says, if we can get to the coast of Antarctica and sail all the way around it, we will get the distance that will prove it's the outer edge of the flat earth and refute entirely every single argument anyone can possibly try to pitch for the sun-worshipping cult of heliocentrism. By the All way, right. by the way, guy, uh, we just landed a rover on Mars last week. <laughs> no, the fake rover on a picture of Mars. Yeah, you just see it going around like this and like this and like this. Right? I it I, didn't actually happen. It's just I heard they found Matt picture. Damon though. <gasps> they did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he um, I. <sighs> Like the cancel culture and like all this other stuff we've been talking about. I don't understand flat earthers. I can't. I will never I understand flat earthers. It's like these people truly believe that it's a flat earth, right? Yeah. Like they truly believe this. Mm hmm. Yeah. So and they believe that the North Pole is actually the outer edge of the disk. So you don't have a North Pole up here that's on, you know, it's like actually around the disc at the edge. So I guess nothing falls off, I guess. Really? Yeah. But what do they do with all the globes in there and the libraries and stuff? I guess they don't have globes in their libraries. I guess not, but that that's just weird. It is Come weird. On. It's very weird. Listen, if you were to see some of the experiments that they've done, the scientific experiments they've done to prove it, okay, uh, it would... Um, uh, <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, you all, you'd have uh, similar thoughts, but deeper. Yeah, it's crazy. So, um, but yeah, so they're out to prove it. I, you know, do the simple thing. Sail around the world. Right. Sail around the world. I don't. I just don't understand because all this stuff has already been done, right? But I guess their scientific ex expedition will prove whatever it is that they're trying to prove. 
crazy. Uh, yes, and and these people also believe the moon landing was fake and space. And in fact, space travel is is basically all fake. Like mm. NASA is a big um, lie, you know. Um, wow. So yeah. Um. So one more thing to get to, I think. Um, you no doubt, I would hope, heard about the woman who, um, I, I think she ran out of hair gel and used Gorilla Glue. What? How did you not hear about this, lovely Sharon? Oh my gosh, because you're not keeping me <laughs> up to date. She the used... Screw loose. Yeah, I have the screw loose, sorry. You're right about that. What? Um... <laughs> She used Gorilla Glue uh, to hold her hair in place. What? Yes. And like, and she's yeah. living and breathing. <gasps> well, I mean, she ended up in a hospital where they had to surgically remove her hair because it wouldn't wash out. And um, so two major... Wow. So, th- yeah, th- this goes into the dumb files, right? Two major yeah. things. One is she raised $20,000 on GoFundMe because of it. Yeah. Wow. I'm ready to start a GoFundMe for no reason at all. Hi, this is Joel. No reason at all. I'm starting to GoFundMe and see what happens. I mean, do it. Because the dumbest, dare you. the dumbest crap GoFundMe is used for. And I've talked about that previously all the time. You I and I have you. talked about that. I double no, dog gonna, dare you. Well, I'm not going to do it. You're I'll not even if it. you triple. I'll do it. The second thing is. Uh, I saw a follow-up story. She is actually planning to sue the makers of Gorilla Glue because... Because she's an idiot. Because it does not say on the bottle specifically that it shouldn't be used on hair. It says skin and eyes and stuff, but not hair. Because she's a moron. So (laughs) the company did rebut with, well, you know, skin and eyes would pretty much... And it, and also the fact that it's the strongest glue in the world, you know. Wow. So yeah, so That's she's suing. Ridiculous. She's suing. When? I didn't know we were having a ridiculous show. Well, it would that. That's the level of, of ridiculous that's been that happening is, since we went off the that air. That should be the title of our show. Ridiculous. Okay, there it is. Show 122. Ridiculous. There you go. That takes a little bit. That takes five minutes of work off my mind later on. (laughs) Hey, that's my contribution. (laughs) You're welcome. But that's the crap that's been going on. It, it, you know. Mm, That's ridiculous. I I just. And it's it's hard to imagine, you know, what would be next. She was going to be a Wombat of the Week. But the story... Although the lawsuit thing just came out like a little over a week ago, the story itself is is was too old. Mm. Not that we're already. I mean, we're backed up with wombats. Don't get me wrong. Right. We'll always be backed up with wombats. This world will always be backed up with <laughs> right. wombats. Backed up with wombats. <laughs> Never a shortage of wombats. No. Um. So I saw actually an article today. I thought was interesting. McDonald's is testing artificial intelligence in the drive-thru for taking your order. <laughs> <laughs> you don't believe this stuff, do you? Uh, you're making it up. I'm not making it up. I'm not <laughs> making it up. So um, I'm sure. I'm sure part. Of, I, I'm sure part of it is technology. 
and I think part of it's probably how do we get around the the if they go fifteen dollars an hour minimum wage, uh, and there's going to be a lot of that going on. But I would just think if you're going to, I mean, AI can be expensive. If you're going to put your money into something, McDonald's, maybe you ought to just get our goddamn orders right, right. for starters. I mean, can exactly. we can we work on what's in the bag? Can can somebody check the bag? Not that I've even been to a McDonald's in how long? I know we haven't been a couple to McDonald's years. in yeah. We started boycotting it. Buku years. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it's apparently, I mean, at least the the meat on the hamburgers isn't very good for you, apparently, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's true. They're going to use AI to take your order. <laughs> mm, I guess I've seen it all. Well, no, I haven't. No, Just you wait haven't. Wait till tomorrow. Yep. Yep, because when, as soon as they finish scraping the bottle of the stupidity barrel, somebody yep. will find something down there and yeah. bring it up. Yeah. Absolutely true. So, okay, uh, Molly's snoring away. I don't know if you guys can hear that. Probably not. Uh, we're actually not even sure the effect of this huge room. You yeah. know, as we were, one of the reasons we, one of the reasons we let it leak is. As we got close to Christmas, our shows were sounding more and more like we were in a concert hall because things were disappearing out of the house know, and going yeah, into the storage. Yeah, right. And now yeah. we're here. This isn't as bad, but no. it does have a slight echo. Not as bad as the old house did. Oh, my gosh. I know. Um, so we don't know what kind of effect it's going to have. Hopefully, we sound good to you. I mean, I always sound good, but that's besides the point. Um, so <laughs> don't we'll break find your out, arm there, right? buddy. <laughs> I already broke my wrist or something. I don't know what's right? going on. But anyway, so you and Molly are going to say goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> and so then I, I didn't say it right. You got to say uh, it. You okay, say I'm it sorry. Right. Okay, all right. Say goodnight, Sharon. Goodnight, Sharon. Okay, there you go, Molly. Say goodnight. Goodnight, Daddy. <laughs> all right, and I'll be back uh, with the end of this ridiculousness <laughs> right after this. America, your children have an amazing superpower. That's right. They can help save lives by simply washing their hands. Just 20 seconds of thorough hand washing after they've coughed or sneezed or been outside can help fight against the dastardly spread of germs. Armed with only soap and water and hands, your superhero can protect you, your family, and everyone out there in America land. Amazing. Find out more at coronavirus.gov. A message from the CDC and the Ad Council. Listen on the web, your phone, or your neighbor's internet connection. That wasn't very nice. This is Reality One. Welcome back to the show, folks. It's Joel Mahalik's show featuring the lovely Sharon. Sharon and Molly have taken off, and it's you and I, and we'll wrap this thing up ourselves, which is fine. A couple more things to go uh, into, uh, and it just—it seems like it continues with the weirdness, the ridiculousness that we've been talking about. Uh, so including our, uh, we have a good Wombat of the Week this week for you. But first, I want to talk about a 90-year-old Aaron Epstein, who's been a loyal fan. I'm, I'm sorry, let's not say fan. He's been a loyal customer of AT&T since 1960. Can you imagine that? 
But as his technology needs increased, his internet service was not keeping up. So he placed two ads in the Wall Street Journal on February 3rd to vent his frustrations about uh, AT&T. And he did it at a cost of about $10,000. Yes, he says he kept calling AT&T and asking them when they were going to give him faster speed. And they kept saying, you know, it's coming, we're, we're going to do it, it's coming. He said, but what really made him angry was that they started putting ads in the paper and sending emails and putting ads on the internet saying, try our faster speed. But representatives would keep telling him that the speed, the faster speeds, were not available in his area. So he said he did the only method that he was familiar with uh, although later on he said he realized that social media might have also been a good way to go about it. But he placed the ads. Uh, the, one, the ads were titled, Open Letter to Mr. John T. Stanky, CEO AT&T. And it ended with the question, why is AT&T, a leading communications company, treating us so shabbily in North Hollywood? He placed one ad in the newspaper's Dallas edition, uh, that way it would reach the company executive offices. And then, of course, one in New York's edition to reach the investors of the company. So his ads did grab attention across the country. Epstein says he received a call from the company the same day the ads ran. And they said, we're going to see what you can do for you, what we can do for you. And uh, so he figures if they put fiber optics in the area, it will improve speed for not only him, but his neighbors. So he does say that the ads may have otherwise, uh, they cost so much that he could have maybe gone on a vacation. Uh, but he still considers the $10,000 uh, money well spent. Um, he does say that because of the response he's getting, he's accomplishing his goal. And although the monies could have gone to other luxuries... The internet's something that gives him his daily pleasure as well. But the, the point about how the same day the ads ran, he got phone calls, you know, and that's how things work. I mean, and he, he's right coming to the conclusion that if he went the social media route, it could have had the same effect and maybe not cost as much. I have done things on social media that have that has gotten me immediate response. If I take a complaint to a company, I'll go to Twitter and I'll tag them in Twitter or I'll tag them on Facebook. And it is amazing how fast they get back to you. Uh, because unless you're hated by um, you know certain parts of the government and big tech and you get canceled, things on social media just don't go away. And it takes an apparent act of God for something on social media to disappear because I was able to have that done as well um, after posting something. Now, in this case, it was a blog. After posting the blog, the attention, it, it, it happened so fast that the people whose attention we were trying to get also demanded uh, with threat of lawsuit to get the post down, which we did, and advised them uh, the same day that the post is down, but the internet and social media is forever, and you have to consider that. Um, but you know, it, it's just I I was when I read the story, I was going to say, how can anybody be without high speed? 
But then, you know, there's areas not far from where we are where they don't have high speed. So it's not exactly unheard of. Which surprises me because being in the business I'm in, which is technology. And in recent years, I learned that Comcast actually owns most of the fiber underground. And uh, they rent it, obviously. And, you know, it's like anything else, right? I mean, it's like, look, gasoline. They deposit gasoline into pipelines all over the country. And other places take withdrawals, right, from that same pipeline to deliver to their customers, a.k.a. gas stations. So similar like that, not exactly, but Comcast owns a hell of a chunk of the fiber running underground. And so they so Verizon and AT&T and other places, they may have their own fiber, and they do because you can see, like right in our area right now, there's a lot of Verizon activity where they're dropping fiber. And so obviously they have their own. And so maybe that's one way that these companies that have been renting are coming away from that. You know, um, but there are people that can't get high speed. There are people still using DSL. DSL. Some of you may not be old enough to know what DSL is. But yes. So, but in North Hollywood, I'm I'm still surprised to a certain extent that in North Hollywood, high-speed internet is not easy to come by by all providers. Unless there's something really not in the ground at all, then I guess this is a case where AT&T has to get it to them one way or the other. But in North Hollywood? I mean, you would think that you know the entire region of Tinseltown would have what it needs for high-speed internet. But I digress, because I'm probably wrong. <laughs> but he spent $10,000 to run two ads in a Wall Street Journal um, so the lesson I take from this is never place an ad in the Wall Street Journal because $5,000 an ad? Are you crazy? Now, of course, I'm sure he purchased an entire page, but that's a lot of money to advertise. Think about this in a medium that is quickly going off to the wayside. And maybe that's why advertising is so expensive in newsprint. I don't know. It's not my forte, so I can't speak for that. But even a full-page ad, whoo, five grand. And my assumption, considering two ads in two different regions, cost them $10,000. One, one region might have been 8000 the other two, I don't know. But $10,000? I, I can think of a lot of better things. To do, and the difference between him and I is he went with a medium he knew he knows he's familiar with. And if I were to do the same thing, I would have spent nothing and gone with the medium that I know. And that's the generational difference there. So, all right, let's talk about the wombat of the week. And guess what? The wombat of the week comes right out of Delaware. 
Yes, a local Wombat. I love it. But let me tell you how you can get involved in a Wombat of the Week. The Wombat of the Week, if you're new to the show, is pretty much us praising stupid people doing stupid things and it being published in the news. So if you have a news article, a verifiable news article link of stupid people doing stupid things, you can send that to us over Facebook at JM Talk. Send us a message. Drop the link, or you can email us at joelmahalikradio at gmail.com and send that to us so we can honor the idiots. But anyway, we so we have a local one, okay? And this talks about 45-year-old Elmas Salguero Sarceno of Lincoln, Delaware, which is in, uh, it's, well, it's not exactly downstate. It's like the middle of the state. But anyway, so he was arrested by the Delaware State Police on criminal charges after an incident. This goes back a couple weeks now. Um, where apparently on the 11th of February at about 5.09 a.m., the Delaware State Troopers responded to Cedar Drive in Lincoln for a report of possible burglary in progress. Prior to arrival, troopers were, were advised that the male subject was attempting to force entry into the side door of a residence. And when the troopers arrived, the resident advises that the subject fled the area on foot in an unknown direction. Now, the troopers, Through the troopers' investigation, footprints were discovered in the snow, leading away from the residence to a shed located on another road. Damage was observed on the shed door, and the sound of someone inside could be heard. Several commands were given by troopers for the subject to exit the shed, but the individual failed to comply. And once troopers entered the shed, Elmas Saguero Sarceno was found attempted to hide from the troopers. Elmas was removed from the shed, escorted outside where he failed to comply with the troopers' commands and resisted arrest. He was taken into custody and transported where he was charged with the following crimes. Attempt to commit burglary second degree, which is a felony. Criminal mischief under $1,000, two counts of that. Breach of release, another felony, third degree burglary, resistant arrest. And that's how it went. Now, I like to say that I played a part in this man's arrest. And uh, I'll tell you why. If you go back to earlier in the podcast, the lovely Sharon and I were talking about our move and how it hadn't snowed all winter, but it started the minute we loaded up the truck and seems to have been bothering us in this region ever since. So by February 11th, because of us, there was enough snow on the ground for them to follow the footprints. So I helped in the arrest of this criminal, or that's the way I'm going to look at it. But um, also another thought that comes to mind is uh, the movie The Shining. Uh, where if you've seen that movie near the end when little Danny Torrance was being chased through the maze in the snow he realized at a certain point that he should he was leaving tracks that and he was able to be followed and he started rubbing the tracks out so you didn't see the footprints which saved his life and you know if this gentleman was not a stupid criminal he might have had a similar thought 
So, but uh, try not to leave footprints or anything else that could lead troopers to the exact place where you're hiding. And of course, if that wasn't bad enough, he racked up some extra charges by resisting arrest, not following commands. So, you know, I, I don't know what to say. I mean, stupid people do stupid things, right? Okay, well, there you have it. So there's your Wombat of the Week. Uh, Footprints in the Snow catches Burglar. Make sure you send us those Wombats to the podcast so we can get them on the air. Okay, so before we get out of here, uh, one other thing that I wanted to talk about. And again, during the break, during the long break, we take so many things hitting desk. So many things hitting our desk, we couldn't keep up. We tried to save as many things as possible. I saved an article from Newsweek magazine that talks about uh, common ingredients that you should never cook in a crock pot. Now, unless you live under a rock, I think everybody has a crock pot, a.k.a. slow cooker, or maybe you have an Instapot that acts as a slow cooker, but you get the idea. Something where you can dump a recipe into and walk away and let it go for four, six, or eight hours. Or if you're like some friends of ours, they make chili and it's in the crock pot for 24 hours. Again, that's the idea behind it. So, and these things have been around. You know, I, I should have looked it up because I don't know exactly, but let's say they've been around for a hell of a long time. More than half my life, I think. <clears throat> So this article comes down and says, hey, here's 20 things, and you should decide for yourself, but here's 20 things that should not be put in the crock pot. Now, so after cooking in a crock pot most of your life, listen to this, no dairy products, okay? Um, They said that uh, you should opt to add dairy at the end of the cooking process instead of in the beginning. Now, let me explain something to you. Just this week I made my world-renowned infamous everybody wants it crock pot macaroni and cheese and in that recipe it calls for milk and evaporated milk which have to go in at the beginning to be mixed up with all the other things and then it cooks for three and a half hours this isn't a recipe that you can put the dairy in at the end of the recipe i'm just saying uh frozen meats how often have you put frozen meats into your crock pot For among other reasons, they will be so tender. When you slow cook them frozen, they fall apart. They melt in your mouth. Well, according to this article, if it turns out it's undercooked, then you're risking salmonella, E. coli, shingella, and staphylococcus. Yum, yum, yum. Alcohol. Okay, don't put alcohol. How many times have you put liquor or some sort of beer or booze my friend I just mentioned, 24-hour chili. It's called beer chili because it's made with beer. You know? Eggs. Don't put eggs in a slow cooker. I'm sorry. Isn't there a slow cooker method to hard-boil eggs? Tomatoes. How many recipes are out there that tell you to put tomatoes in a crock pot recipe? It's just it's craziness. Vinegar. Really? Uh, They're saying that it will, um, uh, well, now, they're saying because of the acidity. And what they're saying is slow cookers from back in the day, okay, they actually say this, from back in the day, 
were particularly guilty of using uh, toxic metal. So if it was a hand-me-down, you might think twice. I don't ever recall seeing a metal crockpot. Every crockpot I've known since I was a child has had a ceramic insert. So anyway, peas. Okay, whatever. Uh, fresh herbs. Now, although I've never seen a recipe telling you to put fresh herbs in the slow cooking process, it's usually fresh herbs you always garnish with or, 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 or you turn into the meal after it's done and before you serve it. Uh, chilies. Okay. Um, chilies can be delightful with any meal, but if you add them to your crock pot too early, they'll be ramping up the spiciness to extreme levels. This is what some people want. So this chilies doesn't even make sense. This is what some people want. Some people want that. They want to put the peppers in early and get as much heat out of it as they can for their meal. Lemon. Don't put lemon in. So stop making lemon chicken in a crock pot. Dry beans. How many recipes tell you to put dry beans and water into the crock pot for four hours on high before you finish up a soup or some other recipe? You know... All the article says is they can be toxic. And if you add them straight to the crock pot before boiling them separately, then you're asking for trouble. I don't get it. Spinach. Don't put spinach in a crock pot. Okay? They say you can add it to the dish, but make it the last thing you put in. Because if you cook it too long, it becomes mushy. So, have you ever had creamed spinach? It's pretty mushy. Chicken breasts. Number one cause of food poisoning across the world. So unlike other meats, poultry is extremely dangerous if consumed, if undercooked. Who's pulling undercooked food out of a crock pot? Bacon. Well, I'm not even going to go there because I get all kinds of hate mail. We all know. We all love bacon. I always put bacon in my recipes. <laughs> steak. Don't put steak in a crock pot. Why? Because if it's underdone. Broccoli. Don't put it in there because it'll get mushy. I mean, this is... The bottom line with this article, and I'm going to post this article so you guys can see it. In fact, I, I did on my personal Facebook at the time, but I'll put it out here. And it's crazy because it it doesn't make sense. And I want to get your opinions. So look for it on social media and gather your own opinions. Meanwhile, I'm running over time and I'm going to get slapped here by my computer. So I want to thank everybody for listening. We're back. Uh, stay tuned for more each week. Make sure you subscribe to the show, www.jmtalk.net. We're on every major podcast outlet out there. So uh, catch up and hook up and don't miss anything. Facebook at JM Talk, Instagram and Twitter, JM Talk Radio. Uh, reach out, say hello, and we will catch you next week. But be sure to be kind to one another, and we'll catch you back here next week. Bye bye, everybody. Bye-bye.